This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. The Money Pit is presented by Owens Corning, the Angie app, LL Flooring, Bank of America, and Total Tape. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. On air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And as you look around your house, is there a project you would like to get done? Because we would like to help. It is the fall fix-up season. It's the time of the year when we can do projects inside or out with confidence, with comfort. And we can set ourselves up for the long winter ahead, which, of course, we're going to probably have, you know, quarantine part two to some extent. We're going to be stuck inside with that home office thing, trying to deal with, uh, you know, trying to look professional as the kids like make faces behind you while you're on Zoom calls. You know how it goes. <laughs> it's been an interesting yeah. couple of years. But listen, we're here to help you with whatever projects on that list you want to get done, make the place more comfortable for everybody. So you can help yourself first by picking up the phone and calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit, or you can post your questions to moneypit.com. Coming up on today's show. Here's something that is quite annoying. When you have to wait for your shower to heat up, have you ever jumped into the shower? It's too early. <laughs> Turn on the hot water, all full hot. What seems like forever, it's probably 60 seconds, but it seems like forever you're waiting for the hot water to arrive. The hot water seems to have its own timetable. It's never there when you want it. You've got to wait for it, right? Well, there is a solution. It's called a recirculating pump. We're going to tell you how these things work and how you can install one in your own house. And it's actually a lot less complicated than you might think. And also ahead, adding insulation to your home has long been one of the most cost-effective and smartest energy-saving improvements that you can make. But fiberglass is often thought to be itchy and kind of difficult to work with. But there is a new generation of fiberglass insulation that's easy to handle. It's as soft as cotton, and that's going to make this project far simpler to get done. We'll tell you what you need to know. And if your home has a sprinkler system for your lawn, it will soon be time for that system to be winterized. Now, you don't want to see what happens when it's not done right. Trust me, it happened to me once. It was a big mess. So we're going to explain what needs to happen to avoid that kind of frozen mess just ahead. But first, we're here to help you create your best home ever. And we'd also like to give you some products that can help you do just that. We've got a nice package of products from the original Super Glue Company, including Total Tape, which is strong as a construction adhesive, but it's as easy to use as a tape. Yeah, this stuff can hold 300 pounds on uh, one roll. It's amazing. The package is worth 57 bucks, going out to one listener drawn at random. So call us right now. Get in on the conversation. Maybe you can win some stuff to help you with some projects. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Heading over to West Virginia, where we've got Randall on the line. What is going on at your Money Pit? Uh, nothing, a whole lot. I just got flooded about five months ago, but I'm dealing oh, no. with that. <laughs> Terrible. So you know, the house was kind of tore up. 
So my question was, I've lived in this house for 24 years roughly, but the basement has never been vented, and I've never really had a problem with it. So should I vent it now? Now, when you say basement, are you talking about a full basement, or are you talking about a crawl space? This is a full basement, but it's like um, half underground, half above ground. Yeah, well, you don't vent a space like that. You don't. You only put vents in a crawl space, not in a basement. Oh, so well, I mean, it does feel a little damp occasionally. Okay, so let's talk about that because that's the heart of the matter. So there's a couple of things that you can do. First of all, you, know, you mentioned flooding, and uh, if that happened during heavy rain and you got more humidity, more dampness, or any kind of leak in that space when that happened, that has everything to do with the drainage around your house, starting with the gutters. If they're not clean, if they're not extended, those downspouts have to be way out away from the foundation, not the two feet that most people have, but I'm talking about six, seven, eight feet so that the water moves away from the foundation. Keeping that water away as much as possible will definitely have an impact on drying out that basement space. But if you want to dehumidify it further, what you could do is install a dehumidifier in that space. Now, there are the sort of the portable kind where you have like a, trade that fills up with water. You don't want that. There are more professional versions, more heavy-duty versions, where they can be suspended from the ceiling and they pull the moisture out based on the humidistat, and then they, they automatically pump the water outside. And that's what I have in my basement to help me with some of the humidity issues that we have, even though my drainage outside is perfect. It's just a very sandy, damp kind of a soil, and I got a really old house, so the moisture does make itself known in that basement space. So I have a good solid humidifier hung from the ceiling uh, that does a good job keeping it drier. But you don't have to put vents in it. That's not going to help you here. What you want to do is make sure the drainage is right and then dehumidify what's left. Okay. I mean, it just seemed a little damp down there. There was never any standing water or anything. Yep. It just seemed damp when you go down there. I hear you. But putting, putting a vent in is not going to change anything. That's not going to change. Okay, then I won't bother with it. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling us. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Heading to the beautiful Florida Keys where we've got Lillian on the line, and you're dealing with some worms in the patio. What's going on? I'm calling in reference to some worms that we keep getting into our uh, screened-in patio that we seem to have here in the Florida Keys. And I'm not sure what to do about them. I tried different sprays to try to keep them out, and nothing is working. Leslie, I don't think this is just a Florida problem. I've seen this in my own garage here in the Northeast. Have you ever seen the worms come up after heavy rain and get into your patio or your sidewalks, your driveway, that kind of place? Oh, for sure. My goodness. They just seem to find their way out of the soil, I think, just because it gets so wet. And that's exactly right. That's why they do it, because worms actually breathe through their skin. So when you have a heavy rain, they need to get oxygen. They do that by coming up out of the lawn, out of the dirt, and very often will crawl right up on the patio, which is kind of like committing worm suicide because then they get baked by the sun or stepped on by us or by pets. But the thing is, worms are really beneficial in the soil. So I think it's just something you have to learn to live with. I wouldn't try to do anything to stop worms from enjoying all the soil. It's unfortunate that they have this behavior where they come up into the patios and the garages and the sidewalks. But for everyone that comes up, I'm sure there are many, many more that are in the soil helping it become rich and organic and supporting our lawns and our gardens in the process. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. 
Plus, every spring, we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T, MONEYPIT. Hey, guys, if you are a professional contractor, I know that we have lots of contractors that listen to this show. We've partnered with LL Flooring to launch a brand new podcast just for you. It's called the Pro Files Podcast, and it's all about pros teaching pros and sharing strategies and sharing ideas and solutions to help make you more successful in your business. Now, episode two just dropped, and in it, I interview a guy named Lance O'Dell. He's an interesting character. He's a third-generation remodeling contractor who found his way to remodeling after spending a decade as a pastor for a Houston megachurch. Can you believe that? From pastor to remodeler, he talks about how he applied lessons from his religious life and the three generations of contractors in the family that he is from. They're all remodeling pros, and with all of that knowledge and experience, he built a very successful business. You can listen and follow the Profiles podcast at llflooring.com slash pro. That's llflooring.com slash pro or wherever you get your pods. 
Hey guys, give us a call with your home improvement questions. If you do, you might just win a nice set of products from the original Super Glue company that we're giving away today, including Total Tape. It's the original Super Glue Total Tape. It's a double-sided construction adhesive tape that is mesh reinforced. It delivers extreme instant tack and bond and can hold up to 300 pounds per roll and 14 pounds per strip. You'll find it at Amazon and in your local hardware store, or you can learn more at supergluecorp.com slash total tape. Package is worth 57 bucks. Going to one listener drawn at random. You got to call us though to get in on this. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. We want to hear your question and we will toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat and might be sending out that fun package from Superglue out to you. We've got Dane on the line from Tennessee looking to save some dollars on those energy bills. How can we help? I had a hundred and ninety dollar electric bill last month um so i've been trying to um find ways to save electrical costs like uh not having the uh air conditioner turned down on solo during the daytime but i've been trying to look for the uh perfect uh, kind of bulb to save the most electricity. Well, the LED technology is so rock solid now that that's definitely the way to go, and the prices have come way down. I mean, you can buy LED bulbs. When they first came out, they were like 75 bucks each, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but now you can find a good LED bulb for under 10 bucks. And the nice thing is that these things last 20 years or more, so so it's not like you're ever going to have to replace them, or certainly not anytime soon. So the LED bulbs that are available at, at home centers and hardware stores, I think, are the way to go. I don't think that's going to be the main uh, reason your electrical bill was so high. You mentioned your air conditioning. How is your house heated and cooled? Is it uh, electric heat? Is it uh, gas heat? What do you got? It's electric heat. Um, I... Uh I don't own my own home. I rent, so I'm probably in the same scenario as a lot of people uh, nowadays who either can't afford to own their own home or their credit isn't good enough. Yeah, so let me give you a suggestion. Uh, One of the things that I often recommend to renters is that you buy your own thermostat. Now, replacing the existing thermostat in your house is is not a very difficult project. And if you were to buy a smart thermostat, like a Nest, for example, I've got two of those in my home, you're going to have uh, the capability to regulate uh, your heating and cooling in, in a way you never, ever did before. There's a couple of advantages to this. So, for example... Uh, the Nest thermostats have um, a geofence built into them. What that means is you can choose two temperatures, one for when you're home and one for when you're not. And when you leave the house, the fact that your phone is no longer in that house tells that thermostat to go down to a vacation setting, which is a lower temperature than it normally would. Uh, And when you come back, it starts to cool again. You can also set schedules, and it also has a uh, motion detector built into it so that uh, if there's no action in front of the thermostat, it also can go into vacation mode. So these smart thermostats, they give you all sorts of ways for you to save energy. And it's a, such a simple installation that when you move out, you could replace the old thermostat and take this with you to the next apartment or the next house and then hook it up there. There's only one issue with that. Um, I'm actually a truck driver, and um, me and uh, my fiance live here, and we are expecting our... Uh, first child together congratulations thank you um so she's always here uh, she takes care of the house but a lot of pregnant women they get a lot hotter 
during pregnancy, so they tend to use the uh, thermostat quite a bit more. Sure. I understand that. And certainly we want your fiancé to be as comfortable as, as possible. But this is just, you know, a short-term situation. Moving on beyond that, you know, the kind of technology that's available in, uh, in smart thermostats and other smart home products today is inexpensive and, and really can overall contribute towards uh, a lot of energy savings. So I do encourage you to uh, to take a look at that. The light bulbs certainly are one thing, and uh, the thermostat is another. You know, being strategic with the drapes and the blinds and making sure that the south windows are, are well covered so that you reduce heat gain. These are things that you as a renter can do, and that will have an impact on your energy bill. Okay. Thank you. Well, when you step in a shower in the morning, you have to stand there waiting and waiting and waiting for the hot water to arrive. It is frustrating, but one simple addition to your home can make all that downtime and wasted water totally a thing of the past. Yep, that thing is a hot water recirculator, and these handy additions to your plumbing system install near your water heater, and then they use a bypass valve at the fixture furthest away to deliver that hot water almost instantly when you turn on that tap. Yeah, now the bypass valve uses the cold water line as the return loop back to the water heater. And by adding a timer, your instant hot water can be available whenever you need it. So it doesn't have to be on 24-7. You can have it come on, you know, an hour or so, or even less than that, maybe a half hour before you usually get up and hit the shower in the morning. And you won't have to wait for the water to turn warm first thing in the morning. It will automatically turn warm. It will not give you the shower shock when you step into the cold blast of water. It's really a very handy thing to do. Yeah, and you know what? In addition to just being darn convenient, installing a hot water recirculating system can actually save up to 10,000, 10,000 gallons of water a year. That's a lot. It is, and I think we forget about that, but all the time that water's running with you not under it, it's just a big waste. It's a waste of water. It's a waste of, if you pay for sewage, you're paying for the, not only the water supply, but also the sewage when it drains out. So really smart thing to do. And again, if you add that timer, you'll reduce all the operating costs as well. We've got Marcy on the line who's looking to sell her house and needs some help deciding what projects will benefit it. How can we help you, Marcy? I have a house that I have to sell, and the drywall and the ceiling of the garage needs to be replaced. Do you think that I should do that prior to putting it on the market? Is it that important? The next question I have is the basement leaks when it rains, Can I fix that with, like, um, a sealer and hydraulic paint? You know, Marcy, when you have a project like that, and you mentioned the garage and the ceiling needing to be replaced, and you you, you know about it, you know it has to be done, or maybe you think personally it has to be done, that may not be the priority for the potential home buyer. So I think I might ask your real estate agent when you list the house whether or not it's a project that you think you should do. Because the thing is, what I found after doing being a home inspector for 20 years is that, you know, I've seen homeowners do the things that they think need to be done and, and miss huge things that really need to be done, uh, but they didn't know it. So I don't know that I would run out and change that. The only reason, first of all, garages are typically sold unfinished, right? So you don't have to worry if it doesn't look pretty. Secondly, the only reason to really have a garage ceiling is because it's part of the fire break between the garage and the rest of the house that to be separated by a fire wall, essentially. So that's why garages are usually, the drywall is usually five-eighths of an inch thick, and it's a fire-rated drywall board. It's much heavier and denser than regular half-inch drywall that's used for interior walls. Um, if it's missing, and it might be a code issue, if there's a code uh, requirement that you must pass when you sell a house, 
But again, I don't think something like that I would run out and do necessarily unless I got some more information that I was ultimately going to be required or maybe you had a real estate professional say it was a good idea. So I'd hold off for now. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Well, adding insulation to your home has long been one of the most cost-effective and smartest energy-saving improvements, but fiberglass is often thought to be itchy and hard to work with. Well, now there's a new generation of fiberglass insulation that is easy to handle and as soft as cotton, making this project far simpler to get done by both pros and DIYers. Trey McNamee is the marketing leader for residential insulation at Owens Corning and joins us to talk about the new Owens Corning Pink Next-Gen Fiberglass Insulation. Welcome, Trey. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me on. So I love the way you introduced us as members of the media this product to this to this product because you sent us a box with a square of this stuff and you're like, just reach in and feel it. It doesn't feel anything like fiberglass insulation. I never would have guessed that was what the material was. You made a lot of changes in the way fiberglass insulation is made as a result of this, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we are actually referring to it as visibly different because even professionals that have been working with this day in and day out for years see it and they recognize a difference in it. Then when they touch it or a homeowner touches it, it's very different than the traditional fiberglass that they've maybe been used to or their you know, previous generation was used to. So it's, it's really visibly and to the touch different. So does that make it better or easier to install? Because, you know, when you're dealing with bats, it's like they're hard to maneuver and they're all over the place. So, yeah, actually, Leslie, there are two main benefits in this space, um, particularly the comfort, which we've been discussing. And that's because the product is now soft as cotton. So maybe what people had perceived as, you know, the cons of fiberglass, we've really addressed that. The other part is the product actually fully recovers and because of that, it's easier to cut and it completely fills the cavity, making it faster to install as well. So when you say fully recovers, I know what you mean, but just can explain um, what that means to the average DIYer when you work with fiberglass and especially when you need to get it around pipes and wires, you tend to squish it a little bit, right? I'm going to use the, I'm going to use the simple terms now. We squish it, <laughs> and then it de-squishes itself when it fully recovers back to its original shape. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, that's right. So insulation, to get its full insulating power, has to fully recover to the intended thickness and fill the cavity. So, you know, sometimes you do, you squish around pipes or wires or you split it, um, but our product is going to recover fully in that cavity and fill it, so you're getting the full intended insulating power and not a fraction of it, like potentially other products that don't fully recover to fill the space. 
Now, I know so many people are thinking about being environmentally conscious and making green decisions when it comes to their home. So how are you guys meeting that with the Pink Next Gen installation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we um, created Pink Next Gen Fiberglass, we thought of everything. And our product is very simple. It's made of safe, proven ingredients. In fact, it's only glass fiber binder with no formaldehyde and then a little color for that iconic pink color. So it's really, it's just a very safe product um, in itself. But then from a sustainability standpoint, we have the industry's highest recycled content with over a billion pounds of recycled glass used every year. Wow, that's pretty cool. And did I read that it's also made with 100% wind-powered energy? That's really unique. Yeah, absolutely. It's the only product in the industry that has that uh, claim. Well, that's really fantastic. I mean, it's well done for sure. So what's the reaction been from, uh, from pros that, especially the pros that work with this stuff every single day, have they been like just amazed at the change? Absolutely. We've been doing field trials now for about a year. And I can tell you that the, the contractors that we've let try some um, early batches of this don't want to touch any other material in the market. Um, they're demanding this stuff. And it's, it's really great to hear the feedback and the fact that we've solved real problems in our industry where on the professional side, there's a shortage of labor. And by using our product, they're able to get more work done by, and save labor. The product is called Owens Corning Pink Next-Gen Fiberglass Insulation. You can learn more about it at pinknextgen.com. That's pinknextgen.com. Trey McNamee, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Congratulations on a really innovative new product from Owens Corning. Great. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys, are you ready to freshen up your home for fall, but you need a little cash and some advice to get it done? Well, lucky for you, we've got both. Now through October 15th, we are partnering with BobVilla.com to launch the $2,500 Freshen Up for Fall giveaway. Enter now at BobVilla.com for a chance to win one of five $500 Amazon gift cards for your next fall fix-up project. Courtney in Pennsylvania is on the line with a question about adding air conditioning to her home. This is a biggie, and it could be a big, expensive project. Tell us about it. I guess I'm wondering um, if, um, like, the best way to do that, we have a Cape Cod house. We'll need to put in ducting, but there has been some talk from the contractors that I've had come in talk about the difficulty based on, like, the structure of the house. And also, if I should consider taking out the uh, baseboard heaters and just doing, like, all one system for heating and AC. You know, Leslie, I hate hearing that contractors are advising you to take out a baseboard hot water heating system. Which which is is the best heating ever. The best ever, most desirable. And I would fire that guy, or if you haven't hired him yet, I would not let him back in your house because that is somebody that has no clue what he's doing. And plus, you know, if you're worried about the complexity of installing ducts for air conditioning, that becomes far more complex if you now have to also install ducts to get heat into your house. Now, in a Cape Cod house, it's actually not terribly difficult because the cool air is going to fall. So you're going to have your air handler up in that attic space of the Cape Cod. It could be in sort of that crawl space area where it's like the other side of the knee wall or somewhere up there, you're going to have the air handler there. And then you're going to duct down 
into the ceiling below. And now if the, um, if the attic is finished, then yeah, it's a little more complicated, but again, you would duct right from there. So this is not a terribly complex project. You have to be selective and, and you have to be crafty about how you run the ducts. Uh, and if you're worried about having, you know, big ducts there, there's another type of system that's, uh, called space pack. It's a high velocity, low volume system. And, and by that, I mean, it uses ducts that are about three inches in diameter and it blows air through them really fast. And you don't see it too often because it's a more expensive system, but it's often used in older houses where you don't have to do a lot of demolition to get the duct work in. But, you know, in our house, we added central AC. When we first took it over, we had about eight window units and we put in central AC and it's an old house and we just have to be, you know, selective and strategic about how we did that. But I don't think you should consider for one minute taking out that wonderful baseboard heat because that's just the best. I mean, it really does. It heats up super quick. It keeps the heat in the room. So if you start to switch to a different type of heat, you're going to feel it differently. It's going to not be as warm as you want it to be. I would for sure not change that. Yeah. And it's also super dry. I mean, forced air heat's super dry compared to baseboard heat, which is nice and warm and comfortable. So stick with what you got and add the AC. Well, sprinkler systems are a luxury that affords you a very lovely-looking green lush lawn and garden all spring and summer. But if you live in a climate where they need to be winterized, it's about that time of year to start getting that done. And it's a job that you've got to do right, or you could be facing a big repair bill come springtime. Now, there's really three ways to winterize a sprinkler system. There's manual, there's automatic, and there's blowout. And the first step in all cases, though, is turning off that water supply. Now, the manual method is when you open the drain valves at the lowest end of the sprinkler system and allow the water to drain manually. Automatic is very similar, except the valves open by themselves. You don't have to open them. They basically are pressure sensitive, so whenever there's less than, I think, 10 pounds of pressure in the line, it will automatically open and then drain. The problem with those is that if you have a sprinkler line that is settled, it may still hold water. Even though, say, you have a high end of it and a low end of it, if one section of it's settled, it's going to be, think of it as sort of like a plumbing trap, right, where the U-shaped part is down below the rest of it. Well, if water settles in the low part, guess what's going to happen in the winter? It's going to freeze, expand, and break the pipe. And it's a heck of a mess. Believe me, I've seen it happen. And that's why the best option is what we call a blowout. It's done by a pro. They use very large compressors and these forced air to push all of the water out of the lines. Now, some sprinkler companies that provide a year-round service will guarantee to fix any breaks if they both close and open the system. And that's, I think that's a smart thing to do because this way they're totally responsible for it. I mean, you do need to have it open at the beginning of the season to make sure that the heads all survive the winter and all that kind of stuff. There's almost always a head or two in my house that has to be replaced, even though we've done everything right. But we also have the same company close it at the end of the year because if they don't do it right and you have a lot of breaks in the beginning of the year, well, they fix all those for free. Yeah, so get it done right so you don't end up with your own version of the Frozen movie. Let it go, guys. Come on, close that sprinkler system. Heading over to Ohio, Linda's on the line with a window question. What can we do for you? Um, I'm in an apartment that's supposed to be um, energy efficient, but my heating bills and my air conditioning bills are really high. I don't think I can climb up there and put the plastic on the windows anymore. Is there any other way to make it more efficient? It's a real challenge when you're a renter because you're right. There's only limited things that you can do, but there are things that you can do. Now, um, you mentioned putting the plastic on there. I'm not quite sure um, you know, what you're doing in terms of the plastic, but the shrink film plastic works the best 
where it essentially covers the whole interior of the window space, and then you use a hair dryer once you apply it, and it gets really taut and clear. That's one thing that you can do. The second thing is that there is a um, sort of a liquid weather stripping. It's like a weather stripping caulk, and it looks like silicone caulk, right? So what you do with this stuff is you essentially caulk your window shut. You put it in all the places there's gaps. And the nice thing is that in the spring, it remains rubbery, and you can kind of grab the edge of it and peel it right away. Now, the only bad thing is this. Whatever window you caulk, you won't be able to open all winter long. So if it's a bedroom window, you can't do it there because you need egress in the event of an emergency. But it works great, especially with really old windows, because it does seal them up, and it's easy to do, and it doesn't damage the windows. It peels right off. Do you have a name, or you're not allowed to say it on the air? There's a a number of different brands of it. I know that Red Devil makes one. I think DAP makes one. And I think there's also a, a, a generic one. Uh, and you ought to be able to find it at the Home Depot. And if it's not on the shelf, I would ask the service desk and describe the product uh, to them. The weather stripping caulk is what you're looking for. And uh, perhaps uh, they'll be able to order it for you. But I have seen it on the store shelves. I'm right here, Sam. All right. Well, listen, good luck. I hope that helps you out, Linda. Appreciate you calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Harry posted a question. Now he says, I'm installing a custom shower using hardy board and I want to know if I can use simple mat. Now he says, I plan to seal it and seal the hardy board with waterproofing before I do the tile and their instructions recommend a polymer modified mortar for that tile. Can I use simple mat over the waterproofing instead? So first off, Simple Mat is an amazing product. It is made by custom building products. They do a lot of tile and grout products. And what it is is a double-sided adhesive mat that you adhere to the surface that you want to put the tile on, and then you put the tile right over it. So you don't have to wait for your glue to dry. Now, the twist here, though, is that while Simple Mat is rated and designed and and advised for creating tile on shower walls, um, I checked out their specs, and there is no indication that it's designed to go on top of another product like this waterproofing material. It's designed to go right on top directly of the hardy board. So I would say with the installation you're doing now, you have to be very careful with company's instructions on this because we're talking about chemistry here and they design these products to stick to what they stick to and not to stick to what they're not they're not supposed to stick to and we don't know if these two products are designed to get along so i wouldn't chance it especially with a shower because if something goes wrong you got a really expensive fix there on your hands so i would say not a good idea if you do want to use the simple mat you probably don't need the to use the waterproofing just follow the directions that come with the product but i'm pretty impressed with it it's a really handy way to install tile on a vertical surface or even a countertop. It makes the job go that much more quickly. All right, next up, Linda wrote in and she says, I'm seeing water puddling in the dryer. It started as condensation and now I'm actually finding water in the drum. I know dryers aren't made to hold water, so I'm concerned that it's going to rust inside. What's going on? Uh, Au contraire, dryers, in fact, do hold water. (laughs) All the wet clothes that you put in provide plenty of water in the dryer. super wet. I think it is condensation. That's the only thing that would would cause this. The only other thing is if you have a really new dryer that has a steam cycle, that will have a water line that hooks up to it as well. But I think this is just condensation. I would simply leave the dryer door open 
when you're not using it. And I don't think this is going to be something you see all year long. I think it's just based on the weather conditions right now that you're seeing it. All right, Linda, I hope that helps you out. Fear not, the dryer can have water. Well, when you run your dishwasher, do the dishes sometimes come out dirtier than when they went in? The culprit might be a clogged drain valve that is very easy to fix. Leslie has tips on how to do just that in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie, tell us about it. Yeah, you know, if your dishes are sort of ending up just as dirty as when you put them in, that dishwasher drain valve could be the problem, just like you say, Tom, because it should only be opening during that draining cycle. But if there's a clog in the dishwasher drain valve, it's also going to let water out during that washing cycle. So you've got to kind of listen carefully during the wash cycle. If you hear water flowing into the sink, then that drain valve is definitely clogged. And if it's not getting enough water during that washing cycle, it's not really going to wash anything at all. It's just going to kind of warm them up and kind of bake the food and junk to the plates and stuff, which really is terrible. Now, you've also got to check the bottom of your dishwasher for a buildup of food particles. A lot of dishwashers have a ball-styled check valve, and that can get gummed up and then prevent the dirty water from draining out of the unit. A wet dry vac is really all you need to clean out those hard-to-reach areas and get that drain working really well again. Bottom line, these issues are not that hard to fix. With a couple of steps, your clogs will be fixed and your dishes are going to come clean once again. And everybody's going to be real happy. Yeah, no need to call a plumber either. This is the Money Bit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, if you're getting ready for your first major remodel, I'm sure you want everything to go perfectly. But unfortunately, home improvement and perfect are two words that you don't often hear in the same sentence. We're going to share tips, though, on how to avoid the most common remodeling mistakes on the very next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.